Happy to Be Here is brought to you in sponsorship with Delicious Hamburgers. Did you know Delicious Hamburgers and Fries are the freshest in Spokane? That's a fact. Delicious Hamburgers have never been frozen, and that's because it tastes better that way. Think about it. There's not even a freezer in the restaurant. (laughs) What? Delicious fries are always made to order and never sit under a heat lamp. When you order them, they cook them, you eat them. That's how it works. It's differences like this that you can truly taste. Next time you're craving the freshest hamburger and fries, head to the corner of Augusta and Division and ask for the happy to be here combo. Okay, you're gonna wanna get that. A delicious double hamburger with grilled onions, pickles, and special sauce, baby. It also comes with fries and your choice of a milkshake. That's what makes us unique. Your sprite. Delicious. Taste the difference. <sighs> Just wrapped up an amazing podcast with Blake Braley, man. We talked about this man's childhood, his youth, growing into a young teenager and beyond. How all this transformed into this dude just dropping some of the most soulful, beautiful music coming out of Spokane, Washington. Please go down to Zola's, 9 to midnight on Saturdays. Check them out live, doing all sorts of funky shit. And go check out his new single, Starting Over, on Spotify, Apple Music, and all other platforms out now. I love you guys. I can't wait for you guys to check this episode out. Yo, I'm just happy to be here. I challenge everybody that listens to this to get out of your shell and go do something new and fun. Happy to be here. Like they just slow motion. Do you see Zach trying to pretend like he doesn't watch cake sitting videos? Happy to happy to be here. There to exercise the demons. Wait, so your swan man is our, sh- our swan delivery man that brought us bomb pops and chicken nuggets is there to perform an exorcism. This needs to be made into a short you film. You couldn't make this shit up. Yo, I'm just happy to be here. What is up, beautiful people of the world? My name is Exact Change, and I'm happy to be here today with my colleague and perfect Cody. What up? Mr. Producer Man, Brennan Pointer. Hello. Spocast, and my guest, Blake Braley. What's good? Dude, welcome <laughs> back, man. We're doing it right. We're doing it right. It's really nice to have you here, man, because uh, you're warming up the city, you know, with your, mm. with your tunes, man. Thanks, and, man. And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna start it off like this. Like I had a, I've been having a bad week. Fuck. Like one of the, just one of those weeks. It's not even like nothing like really bad has happened to me. But it's just when you're riding high highs, sometimes you just kind of have a, like a few days when you're just kind of like, oh, yeah. Like why are things? Yeah, they're just getting to me. Why am I getting upset? Why do I want to just smash this laptop? You know? And dude. Like I was, of course, I had you come on the podcast. I'm just throwing the throwing the music on. I'm jamming. I love the new single, and dude, just lifts you right out of it, man. Um, Thanks. It feels like summer on your skin, right? That's that's. And what would you do? What did you do at the end of that song, dude? What was the witchamadigi? What are you? What are you doing? The the, talk box. That fucking shit was (laughs) sick. (laughs) We were we were listening to that. My girl was like, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. yeah, is that something that you is that something new that you've been messing with? Or yeah, I got my girl got me a talk box in like twenty the summer of twenty twenty for my birthday. Dope. So like there was nothing to do, and I've been I had been wanting one for a bit, um, just to mess with it and try it out, and uh, I just fell in love with it. It's so much fun. It's just like 
it's essentially a speaker mm -hmm. that connects to whatever instrument you're playing. So for my situation, it's a keyboard or a synthesizer. Okay. So whatever I'm playing on the keys comes through the tube into my mouth. So I'm not like actually saying anything. It's just like, it's the similar thing to if you put your phone speaker in your mouth and like when you're playing music oh, and you go shit. like, wah, 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 wah. It's kind of like that. Dude, that yeah, is you, not what I thought was happening. Yeah. That's, have you seen the tube that people, they'll, they'll have it and they'll do like, uh, yeah, it's super, like it's been around forever, but yeah, it's like, yeah, you it's can like still the, learn so much about it. It's yeah. crazy. It's like the Roger Troutman thing. Like oh. Zap and Raj. Yeah, 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 yeah. Zap and Raj, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's man. Because awesome. it's cool. It adds like a super, uh, I don't even know, like it, it was just definitely like just beautiful, man. Like Thanks, how man. it just came in there. I feel like it's, you know, when you're listening to music, especially when it's something that you're already vibing with and then you get hit with something unexpected, yeah. beauty like that, like, you know, because <laughs> you just, you know, a lot of music is, or is predictable, you know, and so when someone hits you with some unpredictable shit, which that's what you do, man, Thanks, you know, man. every time I listen to your music. So, um, <clears throat> you know, I'm really interested in, in kind of, uh, you know, how everything kicked off, like, like in your life, um, you know, with, with like making music, you're from Spokane, is that yeah, right? Yeah. And maybe bring me through a little bit of kind of how you grew up like totally. uh, with music. I mean, music was always something that I really loved to listen to. And I liked singing growing up, but I didn't really do it much until after high school when I met Tristan, my guitar player. Ah. I just played sports and then um, I started singing and I did... Like they had, they had this play at our high school and I tried out for the play and made it, but ended up quitting because it was the same time as baseball season. Mm. Ah. Yeah. But, <laughs> so like that kind of sparked my interest in singing. I was like, oh, I can actually kind of do this maybe if I practiced and stuff. And then I started hanging out with Tristan. We started doing like crappy cover videos on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah man. Getting your feet wet. <laughs> yeah, man. That's what you got to do. Um, And then we just like we just kind of hit the ground running we got a couple like acoustic gigs and then we found a band our band with eddie and juan and we just started doing the thing so it then. seems to me like you're kind of the you're the type of guy that like you're not afraid to get on stage no no so like back when you were in high school and stuff and you were just like oh there was a play mm. i was terrified oh back you were then, yeah, okay yeah, okay it's definitely like an applied thing or like a learned thing that i had to figure out but it definitely wasn't it didn't like shy you away from saying yes to doing something that you were terrified about or yeah. did somebody have to push you or you just push yourself you just no, get up there there was a bunch of people who were like pushing me to do it because um, they knew you wanted to but it was yeah. just like that is kind of like when you haven't done it before yeah yeah Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I had some people who were pushing me, but I was really scared to do it for sure. And I, I remember getting up on stage uh, in the like the what do you call that? Like where the theater is yeah. in high schools and sitting in front of like a row of peop the people who were judging each audition. And yeah. I was like, like the auditorium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My whole legs like like shaking. Yeah. Because you're getting judged. It's that it's that feeling. It's, it's like I know like, you know, it's taking rejection, like yeah. thinking you're going to mess up. We're so hard on ourselves totally. too, especially as kids. Yeah, man. But, um, but, but so you did it though. You got up there audition, but then you didn't end up doing the play because I, yeah, I did it for probably two months and then right. I think they were doing their like dress rehearsals. They were right about to get into dress rehearsals and we made it to the playoffs, like the state playoffs for mm. baseball at the same time. So, you're like, Hey man, I like, <laughs> 
I got to play some baseball. Though. Yeah, I like I did it for I don't I think I started when I was 5 playing baseball. Dude. So like to just quit baseball at the last year that I was going to do it. I was like, ah, I'm going to stick with this for now. What and position did you play? I was a catcher. Sick, dude. Yeah. Sick. That's a tough, that's a tough, man. Mm. I was so bad. At I was baseball? So bad. I couldn't hit a baseball for shit, dude. It's a really? small ball with a skinny bat, man. <laughs> that's about all I could do is hit the ball. Damn. damn. <laughs> I could play kickball. Yeah. yeah ooh. Fire. Slow and bouncy. You get me into high school, they throwing it fast. I'm like, Phew. yeah, exactly. I'm out, man. Do they have a kickball league in Spokane? Because we need don't, to start we it. We should start one. Yeah. No, seriously, we with should. custom pitches. Remember as a kid, you'd say, "I like mine fast and, yep. and, and on the ground," and they had to do it that way, yep. or you would just roll it back. What are you doing? Yeah. Try to bounce it to yeah, somebody. Yeah, bouncing. Yeah. yeah, but then you could catch it off the kit. You could catch it off the bounce and boot it. Ooh. Just like uh, I, was, I mean, I was a tall kid, so I was just like, "Give yeah. it to me." Yeah, dude. Were you toe dude. punting, or were you like, "Oh uh, no, dude, you catch it on yeah that that top." But yeah, if you kicked it like a soccer player, then you were winning. But also, there's those weird, awkward kids who would toe punt it and the ball would kind of like bro you toe punt it yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. toe punt it bro that's when somebody just gets blasted yes. Yes. somebody just gets because you just line drive it poor pitcher yeah I was always terrified to be a pitcher I thought that would be I was like man I feel like I'd be good at this but then I felt like it would just be so scary because yeah. you're just standing in front of these fucking crazy motherfuckers with bats especially if you're not a good pitcher and they just hit everything you throw that them. would be yeah. me probably yeah, me i actually I, I was a pitcher for slow pitch softball and it was a fucking problem dude it was a they were just rocketing oh, slow out. pitch too yeah i yeah. saw my dad get rocked in the eye with <laughs> oh, slow pitch dude he damn. fucking he slow pitched it right back at him dude just like Dude. The orbital, dude. Just people. He was in the hospital, dude. It's yeah, fucked people get up. fucked <laughs> up from that, dude. They get yeah. fucked up, and actually, slow pitch. It's like a day, like it hits you in your fucking sternum too. It can fucking kill you, you know. Of, of baseball, yeah. dude. Especially a softball. Yeah, thing. fucking grapefruit, frozen yeah. grapefruit. Where do they get calling it a softball? No, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> when you hit the fucking thing real hard, it does. You know, it, compared to a baseball, it's like, oh, okay, I see. But it's that's the only time you feel soft. Yeah. Oh, when it when it connects. Yeah, when you, you can crack kinda, one, you know, it's like okay. If it was a baseball, it'd go further. <laughs> that's what you're saying. Or you'd feel it. Remember uh, how if you didn't hit it right, your hands it hurt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, especially you'd if it's cold. Yeah. You'd be running the first like this, but yeah. you, then you'd be like, oh fuck, I gotta put my hands down. <laughs> Yeah, baseball, man. Yeah. That's fun. I love to watch baseball for some reason. I don't know why. I love it. Too, Can't man. play it, but love watching it, dude. Yeah. So uh so then you guys started so so you guys were just like, what what do you guys were just doing? You 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 were hanging out with Tristan, just making music like in the garage, like in the house. Like you guys were just kind of fucking around. Like we were lead in, me up in bet- before you got on stage and started. Yeah. We were in he was we were both still living at our folks' houses and he was I would just go over to his mom, him, his mom and dad's house and chill in his room in his basement. And we'd just pull up songs that we liked and that we thought we wanted to cover. Mm. And then we'd, he'd learn it and then I'd sing and we'd take a video. See, dude, that's like where it starts simple. because it's like you don't just start creating songs out of no. nowhere, right? Yeah, I didn't write my first song till probably two years after that, like 2016. So it's because it's a different process. Yeah. And I mean, you have to have kind of like uh, when you're when you're doing the covers, it was like a like a template that was already there. Yeah. Where you could kind of just be like, here, this is this is what I can can do on this. And then you can songwriting. Explain to me kind of how how it how you segued into like not wanting to do covers so much anymore and, and getting more into writing your own music. Yeah. Um, 
That's tough because I still like doing covers, you know. Cool. I just gonna ask. I'll do them all the time. Yeah. But yeah. but the the like drive between. Sorry, I should probably stay close to this. Um, <laughs> the drive between, like wanting to, if like I have a choice to be like I want to learn this cover or I have the song idea that I want to work on, it's always gonna probably be the song idea first, like creating. Yeah. Um, but there's a fine line now because I still do the cover gig thing at Zola. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like, that's how I, uh, like make money is doing the cover gig thing. So there's still very much so that Avenue that I drive down a lot. But I think what shifted was when I, when I started learning all the songs and all the covers and like seeing the chord progressions and seeing how other people created songs, like I'm essentially learning how to, I was learning how to write Mm -hmm. in that aspect. And then I went to, I did like a music school for a year at the falls and learned. So did that, is that what your, your, your gear started turning a little bit and you were like, Oh shit, I think I want to, you know, do this. I want to do this. Yeah. So then you invested in yourself. Yeah. That's sick, dude. I invest, I like, I dropped out of my, so I graduated in 2014 from high school, went to Eastern for, uh, I think they're on trimesters there. And I did the first two trimesters and then dropped out to do music in 20, like the early 2015. Mm. Was it just like, I, I got what I need. Now I'm ready to go. Or I, was it like- I was like, I don't have what I need and I need to like stop and go to music school so I can figure out how to do this. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, like as yeah. far as when you were done with music school, like did you, did you, um, was it kind of like you didn't feel like you needed to pursue kind of deeper into the education part of it and you need to start putting it into action? Yeah. I think when I, so I did like, I did like, like pre-law stuff for a year at Eastern and then went to music school oh, afterwards. Okay. And when I went to music school, I was like solely for music. I d- learned like some piano theory and like took some creative writing classes, but hope. moving like forward in that degree, like you, you could either get a performance degree, a teaching degree or um, a composing degree. And it's all like with jazz and classical music. They didn't have anything for contemporary music like what we make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I didn't want that, you know, yeah. I didn't want to be a teacher. I didn't want to learn that extra stuff, but there was still more I wanted to learn that I figured I would, that I had like enough of fundamentals at that point to kind of try and learn on my own moving mm-hmm. forward. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have yeah. you taken any, like, like, has everything kind of been just like from the knowledge you got there and what you've already known and just kind of like learned, like just learned on your own from there? Or have you taken any other kind of like classes or any other, like, do you, you know, YouTube videos or, or online learning type stuff like that? If or? There, yeah. If there's, I try and learn everything by ear. Um, mm. And that, I mean, like they have, there's like, if I'm learning a new song and I can't figure out a chord, like I'll look up a chart. Um, oh, okay. so they'll tell you what chord it is and then I'll try and find the right shape, like voicing. Cause there's different ways to play multiple or the same, a bunch of different ways to say, like, play the same chord oh, okay. kind yeah, of a yeah. thing. Um, but I try to learn by ear mostly. I know theory. Um, but most of it, I do look up videos too, especially if there's a chord that I have no idea. Like I've never heard of that chord before. I'm like, how do you play that? <laughs> you know? And that's the beauty of like... <clears throat> where we're at now right yeah being able to do that like before it was like what do i what do i look up a book like go to the library try to find like the specific thing where now you can just type what you're trying to and find it 
or you take like private lessons from somebody, which is still very much an avenue that people go down. And I don't really, I haven't done it much. I've taken a couple lessons with people Mm -hmm. in the last probably three or four years, but, um, it's so awesome that you can just look up a video at any point in time. Like anybody can learn any instrument yeah, with, you can, with YouTube university yep. kind of a thing, you know, teach yourself. Yeah. I got a question. What, yeah. uh, what exactly, if you had to define music theory, like what, what is that even like, is that like, like, like what would you say defining music theory? Like, what does that mean? Basic, the best way that I can, like how I like to describe it is like theory is a set of rules for music. Okay. And they're not meant for you to follow necessarily. They're like meant to be stretched and broken because everything's been done before. Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of what I was getting at. It's just like, at what point are you like, Oh, I've got music theory down pat. And then you're just like, well, I'm kind of like just following all these fucking rules. And then I feel like boxed in, you know? So yeah, I always thought it was music math. Essentially, yeah, okay. that's another okay. way to look at it too. Like a foundation of how things work, and then you can kind of move right. shit to the side. So, so like, so like, uh, you know, hook chorus, hook chorus, like hip hop songs. How people are like, oh, break out of that, you know, like that would be an idea of like getting out of that theory, I guess. Yeah, that's like production stuff okay. for sure. All right, like sweet. theory is like, like in a scale. For instance, like in a scale, you've got eight notes to one key, mm. right? And then for there's different types of scales that you can play, and there's they're all different, like intervals from each other, uh, kind of a thing. Not to I'm not trying not to get too nerdy about yeah. it. Yeah. No, please, it's, it's, we don't understand it, but please tell it me. It is interesting. So it's like there's rules for music, right? Um, like in a major scale, like the one's going to be major, un- unless it's a minor scale, and then the one's going to be a minor chord, kind of a thing, but you learn the rules theory is essentially like you learn you're learning the rules of music that were written long, like beethoven time like classical early early stuff mm-hmm. and you're learning it to break it essentially dude that is like what other like what else is like music there's no, nothing not else lot, like yeah. music dude. just art in general yeah. you're right yeah, you're right totally. art in general that reminds me of like someone Crazy. saying like someone who knows a lot about music will be like this is totally out of key and that and that they're they're basing it off of music theory but that's right after they say that they're like i fucking love it you know what i mean like there was like something new age that's going on where it's like it's out of key and i fucking love it bent it in a way it's like still pleasing yeah exactly i always wondered that like what the fuck is theory like there's a lot of craziness that's a great question because like I, i never knew too i was just like Every time I try to learn anything technical with music, I'm always just like, "Holy shit!" But it's cool to always—it's cool to always know that there's like for real some more shit out there to learn. You know, I had like, a feeling I could pick it up if he explained it. You know what I mean? Like when he was just like, "All right, let me explain." Like, this. tell me in the complex, and then we'll just be like, "Music math." Okay, there we go. It's two words. We could just we could just call it that. Yep. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, music math is a really good way to think about it, except for, like, math is so absolute, right? Like, 2 plus 2 is always going to be 4. But in music, math, like, 2 plus 2 could equal 5, you know? Or any number that you want. Yeah, because you you can stretch and bend and and do all sorts of... Yeah, man, and you're right. The thing is, is that there's so many millions of musicians out here now. Like, people are doing it. It it was already done. Yeah. Every way, almost, that could be done. People are still bending it finding new ways through 
you know, I mean, the genres of music have just exploded. Like there's yeah. subgenres, and I mean, it's insane. Mm. The different type of music people are is rock and rap. That that used to be crazy. Oh man, Jay Z and Lincoln Park. Yeah, that's right? crazy. Yeah, you know. And now, <laughs> <laughs> now it's fucking. They got everything, dude. They got dark dubstep slash soul. You're like, what? <laughs> where are we going to tonight? I don't yeah. know. Okay, we're gonna find out. Um, who's, who really was inspiring to you? Like, who are you listening to? Like what kind of records did your parents have or that you were getting your hands on that were really kind of shaping you as a music youth? Honestly, I didn't like my folks listened to like pop music and country music that, and then like my dad showed me, I think, I think I found Prince through my dad. Mm. Like that was prop one of the first artists that I was like, Oh yeah, this is cool is Prince. I think he played kiss. Ah. Um, and then I, and I liked a lot of the Motown stuff, like the temptations and, and did they have a lot of that at the house? No. And so were, were you kind of just like forced to listen to like a lot of the country and the pop and stuff? So in a way it did shape you also. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of how it was for me too. Like my, I was forced to listen to country yep. um, my whole life. But one thing that I found to, to really appreciate about country was the writing. Yeah. I really found like, oh, okay, well this isn't, I don't really like too much of this twangy, like this, this isn't my style, but in the writing and in the message and in the way they could tell a story, I was like, that's fucking tight. Yeah. The storytelling is great. So, yeah. but so you yeah. take something, you know what I'm saying from yeah. it. Um, so where did you have to go out to like, like, where'd you find like the Motown shit? Where did you get it? Like, like was that a friend's parents house? Like people probably, say- probably through my grandma. My grandma loves Elvis. Like, loves is the understatement of the year like she has two rooms like full of elvis <laughs> oh, memorabilia shit. like elvis clocks with the legs that go yeah. like this <laughs> yeah. yes grandma Lin- shout out grandma linda dude. i can totally she's see that clock moving right now too, yeah. baby. <laughs> she's a legend dude. dude that's fucking awesome um i think through i think through that probably because i would listen to older stuff like that like on like Pandora, I think is yeah, Pandora, yeah. Pandora Radio. Yep. So just open you up to a new generation of music, a whole new time, different flavor. Yeah. And so you were like, oh Elvis, okay, cool. And then you start getting that's what was the thing about Pandora, right? It would just start shuffling in. Yep. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. You're like the temptations. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love and that. And then and then too, like when I found found Alan Stone's music too, like I was really into what he was doing. And at the same time, I was taking guitar lessons from a guy in town named Joe Brash. And he was like, do you know who his influence are, influences are? I was like, I have no idea. And then he did some digging. And he's like, oh, he likes these types of people. We should learn mu- their music. You should listen to their music so you can mm. figure out like where his influences are coming from. Because if you like this, you'll probably like what he likes before or whatever, yep. like what inspired him. Mm. And then like, yeah, like Stevie wonder and the meters and bill withers and Al green. And yeah, all, baby. All, that stuff. all the yeah. good shit, all the good, all stuff. the good shit, dude, because it's that like soul in my definition is like, it really is. It's just the core of goodness. Yeah, it makes you feel good. That makes you feel good, yeah. dude. And or it that, makes you feel sad. Yeah. Or feel just anything. Yep. Yeah. It yep. just makes you feel. And that's why I like soul is like, it, yeah, it's just so, it can move you. And that's that's the big the big thing about it. Usually it makes you feel real good, you know? And now a lot of that Al Green, bro, the fucking Marvin Gaye. Oh, yeah. You know, that shit would like, those classics, dude, those, those 
are just so good, man. Like, it's crazy. That's why it's like, you know, and then music gets tied to movies and scenes and things. And then we have emotionally attached to, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's crazy. It's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere, man. Yeah. You, and, know, you know what's crazy is speaking of feeling good is just this last weekend, I tried to come to Zola. And I mean, like, there was a line outside people trying to get in and feel good. And the doors, you know, this freezing. This Freezing cold outside, yes, and like the, I mean, just soul, just pumping. I, I mean, it was packed. Was it? That was your guys's. Uh, I think yeah, we were there. It was when Alan Alan Stone came down actually. Oh okay, and cool. Played with us, and he like did an announcement. Anytime he does like Anything, an announcement anywhere. in Spokane, like everybody's there. And yeah, like, and we were actually there. trying to go to kind of just catch the whole vibe, but then like yeah, we had heard Alan was going to be there too. You're like and, we got late. We're and here I late. mean, everybody was thinking the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Ubers were pulling up left and right. Bet, <laughs> you know? yeah. Listen, one thing that I really respect about uh, Alan Stone too. I don't know him, but um, I've kind of followed the journey a little bit, and it's just like you know, when when I see somebody that's really had a, a commercial success, really kind of. Um, giving back to the hometown where they're oh from. God, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that, that's something like that. Like where he does the residencies or like the lodge and the, the shit, like, like dude, cool shit like that. And then bring in my people out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like really including people that are fire because that's why we have this podcast, right? It's because people are doing fire shit here. And yeah, it, but people don't know about it. People don't know about that's it. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. And that's what, that's what Al's trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we all should be trying to do. That is. Like, like if you don't have community and you're not lifting each other up, you know, like it's not a competition. Like Mm-mm. when one person goes up, like we are all going up with them. Look, thing, man, you know? and we all bring something different to the table, right? And and like, you know, Alan Stone is Alan Stone, and you know we are us. Mm-hmm. Like we all have our own uniqueness and our own talents and things that we can bring to the table that's different and that people will latch on to and love um and i think that like you're right the community is kind of what feeds that love both ways and i uh i'm I'm so glad that it was like such a big turnout for you guys was it just a fucking gang of fun i bet on saturday yeah Yeah. Yeah. it was him uh and he brought these two guys in um jesse gold based out of toronto uh amazing artist amazing singer and then his buddy ej warland from australia he lives in la now <laughs> so but awesome. it's so cool like they're just awesome yeah. musicians like i got to work with ej um he goes by ed i got to work with ed uh right at the top of the summer for 2020 we were doing live at the lodge stuff okay. out there with him um he was the first guest artist on the show and then jesse came to uh, Alan's festival that he holds in the summer out at the lodge yep. uh, called Stone Family Field Trip. Yes. And he was an artist on there. Got to work with him then too. They're just, Dude, it's I really awesome. want to make it Oh, he that. just recently did a tour where he did like uh, karaoke, right? Yeah, Al. That yeah. was so fucking cool looking. Where And like people were like uh, getting on stage and singing and then traveling with him, right? Like yeah. it looked like at least that's cool. No, I think it's cool when we, like even just bringing that community like of... Uh, you know, wanting to include the people like I'm not some big star here. Like, you know, you're lucky to see it's like this is like family shit, right? It's like yeah. fam, not fans type type of a mentality where mm-hmm. and, and he has that mentality. I can tell you have that mentality. And and shout out to our man Brennan over here, who's the the great connector of people and, oh, and community. And um, thank you. We, we <laughs> yeah, appreciate you, bro. And uh, you need a beer? 
I'm I'm good, thank you. I was you. gonna throw it right over to you. <laughs> I, I have a steel reserve in my refrigerator, calling my name. Nice, legend. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Cheers. Um, are there any artists in like? <clears throat> is there any artists in Spokane that you really, really love right now that you'd want to shout out to uh, that you think people should be li- like listening to more? Oh, that's so yeah, all of them. Uh, they're awesome. There's so much good talent in Spokane. Uh, I agree. I definitely agree. My buddy Carter Hudson's got a thing going. Yeah. He's about to release an EP. Oh, he is soon. Yeah, I don't know if he's announced the date yet, but. It's coming soon. I, I know it's that. done, and he's like getting ready to release it. It's gonna be good. Yeah, I've been following him. He's really he's dope. Yeah. yeah. Um, of course, Lucas Brown, <laughs> legend. Yeah. Um, you guys heard of Snacks at Midnight? Oh yeah, They're dude. Dope. Didn't they just uh, they just did it? They the red hot the red not chili peppers. Didn't they just do a fucking show with them? Mm. Right. Did I'm, they open for him? I think they opened for him or something. Yeah. Yeah, snacks at midnight, man. Those guys are fucking. Yeah, tight. I've heard of them. Yeah, um, yeah. Shout out to those guys, man. Um, and then one kind of off kilter, Itchy Kitty. Dude, oh, so Itchy it, Kitty's so dope. So yeah. what's up, man? You have a Itchy Kitty. Itchy Kitty is a, is like a band that I that I didn't know. I didn't know if they were still making music or not. Oh yeah. Oh, sick, dude. Yeah. So okay, like explain this to me because you know rappers and shit will just drop you know, music all the time, albums all the time, like do yeah. all this crazy shit. Right. But like, I feel like when it, when you're in a band and you're making music, it's a lot harder. Maybe, I don't know, to, to just be releasing music all the time. Um, I know that, you know, obviously you released your EP in 2019. Uh, right. Yeah. And, and 2020 and 2020. Yep. You're yeah, that's right. Bet was it better? The first one. Yeah. And then Blake, your, Braley. Blake Braley. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that Blake Braley. EP which just fucking blew me away, dude. But um, I, I did see if you go to blakebraley.com, okay, it'll say the band is working on your first album yeah. or your first project. So yeah. how's that going? Talk to me a little bit about that. It's good. I need to update my website. <laughs> but we're we're working on a, another uh, sorry about that. We're working on another EP right now. Um, we've got a bunch of songs kind of in the bank but they all need to be recorded they're just like demo versions right now okay um they just need to be like re-recorded and then produced and all that stuff um do you do a lot of that stuff in house or is there like a studio that you go to or do you send your stuff off to mix and mass or how like how does that work yeah last the last two times uh we were fortunate enough to work with this guy in town uh named michael hathaway he had like a home studio up by chaps like almost out by Cheney. Oh, dope. Okay. Um, but he moved to Nashville and sold his place here. Oh, so damn. he doesn't have a studio anymore. But like this last EP, we or the last uh, single we did, we just did in-house. We recorded um, everything remotely. So I did just like MIDI drums, like just like on a trigger, okay. like a drum pad, and mm-hmm. then um, moved... Like we did that, and then we did the drum track drum real drums on it with Dre Davis. Ah, yeah, mm. at, his, at his place, and then Eddie did bass at his house. Tristan did guitar. So at his really house. remote. Okay, yeah. so yeah, everything was done separate. Dope. Yep. And uh, so and then I mixed and mastered. I was just gonna yeah. say. So how? Yeah, how does that process? So dope, dude. Is that is that kind of like what you picked up in school, or is that a lot of ear just learning? Just doing it. Yeah. I, I mean, I that. do demos and stuff at home all the time. Um, but for this one. I, 
I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm not, I'm not a mix engineer, but, um, I just was like, I would get too precious about stuff. Like I want it to sound really good. And like, whereas I do want it to sound good. Like I have to know, like right now I'm not, I'm not loaded. I can't afford the six hundred dollar oh, mix. It's crazy. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's great. No, I feel like nobody talks about that. Yeah, as a as yeah. an artist, is like how much like it's so expensive. It's so expensive. Yeah, yeah. and I can't afford that. And you want to talk about? Oh, I got to shoot a music video. Yeah. Oh, I got to like there's, it just merch it, like oh, all this stuff. Yeah, and at least merch, it's like oh, I'll make some money back. Like you know, yeah, I'll sell but it. Like, and then, you're but, gonna put some songs on Spotify and like maybe they'll get listened to, and yeah. you might get a couple fucking couple bucks yeah they might yeah. get you a couple bucks literally, literally a couple. i think it's up to 0.0023 cents per stream now which is better than it was but yeah. still but still know? i mean merch i definitely merch is is where it's at but that that's that's super impressive that that, that you're working on that and so what, what would you say like holds you you guys back like timeline wise, like as far as releasing music, do you ever feel like it's just something like, is it besides money? Like, is it pretty much just money? Like to finalize things and get shit done for the last three years? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Damn man. See, yeah. that's a goddamn fucking shame. Yeah. No. It's like, I mean, COVID and everything. Oh, true. Like, I wasn't, I didn't work for a year and a half. I mean, I was working a day job, but did you write uh, a lot of music over co- like during COVID? I tried to. Yeah. And that was the other thing too, is like, I was writing music, but I didn't like it. It was like really like not. It was kind of dark. How often does that happen? That you you'll write some shit and you have what like full songs done? Yeah. And you're just like ah, this is and it's not doesn't work. Yeah, all the time. Damn. I mean, I I gotta come by your house because I know he's you got should. some hitters, yeah. dude. Yeah. I know there's some hitters in there. <laughs> I can hear. <clears throat> but like, yeah, it's weird, man. Because like you, and you gotta know like as a writer, I. I try to write like as much as possible, like every day if I can. It doesn't work That's out hard. like that. Yeah, of course. But but the more you do it, the better you get at it, right? But not everything you write is gonna be a banger. No, some of them are gonna suck, dude. dude. Yeah. So like all the real artists out there know. I'm speaking to you, you and the camera people. Okay, every real artist knows you got tons of songs that you're just like that just don't make the cut. But you know when people come over to your house, you're like, oh yeah, I heard this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah check yeah, this yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm never gonna release it, but check it out. And people yep. be like, that's fire. I'm like, I thought you would say that, but I'm not. I can't put it out because exactly like it, or maybe it will fit on a future project or something that you're, you're doing, but it's not fitting with the vision right now. Yeah. Exactly. So when did you uh, when did you write starting over? Was that kind of like a quick turnaround? Is that something you've been sitting on for a while? Sitting on, yeah. I wrote uh, it. I wrote that during pandemic, like twenty early twenty twenty one, I think, or ah, like late twenty twenty. Okay. Um, wrote it with Tristan. Um, just did a demo thing at my house. Just everything in the box, like on the computer. Nothing, not like a studio setup or anything like that. Because it feels like summer on your skin And it feels right, I want to let you in And it feels like you finally got to know you No more looking over my shoulder I'm starting all over, yeah Yeah, and I was just sitting on it for a while And I was on tour with Alan And we were and Tristan, we were coming home uh, We were sitting in the Dallas airport Like the 
Delta or what do you call the American Airlines like hub mm. inside? Uh, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're sitting there eating Shake Shack, and I asked Alan first, like, I was like, "Hey, who do you use for like a mix engineer, or like who do you have anybody that you could?" pass off and I was just looking for a name and he was just like, man, f- fuck that. Do it yourself. Like you don't need to pay somebody like you don't have money to do that and you're good enough to like learn it. So you should just start fucking doing it yourself. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty fire. much just like was super straight up, but Dope. like really supportive and was like, you can do this, man. Like just do it. But he wouldn't tell you that you could if you, if he yeah. didn't think you could, you know? No. Yeah. He's really straight up. So it's that's like, dope. Yeah. So then you were just like, let's go. Yeah. I got, like a lit a fire under my butt. That was in September and then finished the song in November. And you're talking this last year, 2022. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's yeah, cool. man. Yeah. That's that song. And it, what, what, did it have a specific meaning? Did it, did it kind of, yeah. Tell me about it a little bit. I think when I wrote it, I didn't really realize, I don't think I really realized like what it was about when I first wrote it. Um, it kind of felt like a love song. And then I went back and tweaked the lyrics and then, Later on, I was like, it's kind of like a message, like I'm writing to myself kind of a thing. Yeah. It's kind of how I interpret it now. But like everybody's going to have their own interpretation of the song. And I hope that people get their own like message out of it. But for me, it's just like I'm constantly like overthinking stuff and I've got like anxiety pretty heavy sometimes and shit. And like just trying to remind myself like, it was like I wrote it at a time where I was feeling like there was a shift that I was doing and like going to therapy again and like in a relationship during COVID and it's fucking hard and like we're working through shit and like thank God we did because we're doing good now and stuff. But it's like it was just yeah, it was just a message to myself. that So like, it's all be that okay. kind of built this song. Yeah. Like all that emotion was in there. And that's damn, man. Give me goosebumps, bro. That's me, too. That, that's me too, a, actually. That's because I, I can relate to all that stuff you said, too. You know what I mean? Get anxiety and ha- run into issues that you got to that you gotta f- just work through, you know? And you got yeah. to be the best you, so. I think anxiety is a motherfucker, dude. Totally I think it's is. one of those things because you, you look around, you look at people, and you're all, you just think that, like, nobody sees the anxiety. No. Everybody's just like, oh, you're just killing it. You're just doing great. You're just, and you're just like, I'm dying. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know or like I'm fucking like one of the big things that I do that you said too was I just overthink. Me too. Man. Over fucking think way too much, man. And like I really I can't remember who was it? Kenny Beats. Kenny Beats. He's a producer and his he got a, a sign in the studio that says don't overthink shit. Yeah. And that's like I I that'll stick in my head is like just stop, bro. Like it's like you know, whether it's like, oh, I, met, I you know, you have a goal, you're trying to do something, you missed it, or, oh, I wanted things to work out this way, it didn't work, or sometimes we're just tripping about nothing, nothing, yeah, right? Man, and yeah. it's like knowing with your logical brain, like, it's good, like, stop. Like, it's gonna, everything is fine. Remember when we were kids, everything was fine. Yeah. We didn't have anxiety when we were kids, I felt like. I felt like we was just out doing shit, and, and <laughs> things were okay, and now as adults, we're just like, is everything okay? Yeah. Did we have- you know, did I talk too much? I'll get, I'll, I'll do a podcast or something. Leave it. Did yeah. I say too yeah. much? Yeah. Send me a text. I'll start tripping. Yeah. I'll start tripping. I'm like Zach. Everything is great. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay, great. Yeah. If you, if you liked it, I love it. 
I'm, it's yeah. real. It's real, man. Yeah. And the battle that we have with ourselves when no one's around is really the, yeah. you know, and that's why I've, I, I'm glad you said therapy, you know, that that's tough for a lot of people. And I, like, that's another thing. That's like fucking being an artist, right? Like, who, like who could afford therapy? Like, it's like, fuck, dude, okay, I can afford to go, but like, this ain't sustainable. Like, how could we, you know? The problem, I think, also with overthinking is like when it works. And then, like, you tend to overthink things for a while after that. Like, you'll overthink something, and then things will fall apart, and you'll have, like, plan B and C, and then you fall back on those, and it's like, see, that's why I fucking overthink. Yeah. And then you overthink the things you shouldn't be. That's you know what it. I mean? Like, you'll take a road trip, or you'll do something where overthinking may be needed, and then you trick your brain, and then you start overthinking, like... What kind of beer you want to drink for the night or something? You know, no, what I I'll mean? start. Yeah, I'll start just kind of overthinking things like little shit. Even just <laughs> in, in something that I'm trying to do. So if I'm if I'm trying to do a podcast and I'm like, oh, I need to structure. I need. Oh, I gotta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has gotta be good. And it's just like, bro, just show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just let it be. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's like. It's the same thing. Like when you like for me, I get like sometimes I get hella anxiety when I'm going to write, especially if I'm going to do a mm. co-write mm. and I'm showing up not feeling inspired or not feeling like I have anything to offer. And I'll leave thinking like, God, that was a wait. I just wasted their time kind of yeah. a thing or whatever. But like not every time is you're not going to be on every time. Not everything you write. Like it's the same thing that we were just talking about, you know, like not every yeah. song is going to be a banger. But being yeah. OK with yeah. that. That's yeah. what we're like as people. That's what we're like. You know, we got to just be okay yeah. with like, it's okay. It's okay. Like you didn't, it didn't work out like you thought you weren't in the mood, like in the zone or like sometimes shit just doesn't line up. Yeah. And we just, ah, uh, like, mm. do you get that like stage anxiety or are you just, is it home up there? It's home up there. Yeah. I mean, I get, I do get anxious every once in a while. Like if there's some turd in the crowd being a butthead you know like yeah <laughs> so when you're up yeah. there you kind of got to deal with somebody but like you don't get like a pre-show kind of a you're like clocking in Arizona, you're good because yeah. it's gone because you do yeah. it all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah bro that shit that's still good. i don't do enough shows to like when i got one i'm just like Ugh. yeah bro, yeah gotta, it's tough to break through that you know it i feels remember like doing gotta, shows and like it, it never felt like something i could just do in my sleep i guess you could say mm -hmm. you know though you could I know. Like, like if you rehearse, obviously you prepare yourself. Yeah. It's like the mental. That's a that's a big mental fuck because it's like you're gonna be great. Dude. Yeah. What are you What are you tripping about? But you're like, it's almost like that audition. Yeah. You want it be, to be good. You, you wanna, want you, it to be good. So you're oh you're tripping because you're just like oh it's you know. But no amount of tripping is gonna make it better. Yeah. No. Actually, you not giving a fuck is what's gonna make it the best. Yeah. That which is like the craziest. Yeah. It's it like the expectation thing you know like that's what it is yeah it's like like i tend to have expectations about everything and mm. i'm like Same. that's one of the things i'm really trying to work on right now is just like just accept it like radical acceptance and it's just accepting like it's gonna go the way it's gonna go like that's you can only control what you can control um and just yeah, dude. That's what I got to work on, dude. That's, that's hard. That's what you need to focus yeah, on. That yeah. is huge. I think it's where your focus is. And I think that uh, we all know that it's like one of the main things that we trip about that'll drive us crazy is shit we can't control. And then it's like it'll drive you crazy not only, because you can't control it. 
like, oh, I cannot get over. I want to be able to get here, and I can't because. It, yeah. And it's just like you. It's like the only thing you can do is just not control. Just yeah. let it go, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just understand that this shit ain't gonna work out. It's not your time, yeah. and that there's a million other things that yeah. will give you happiness right now. Yeah, and it's huge when it works out. And you're just like completely out of my control. Worked out great. Yeah, man. That's, that's the best. Life is but so fucking Look, sweet. I don't put music to my life enough. I like I'm I'm always like sometimes I'm just like, oh, I don't need to I don't need to put music in this right now. And I feel like it's important to put music. When you watch a movie, you're not watching a movie with no music. Like when yeah. you watch a movie, they put music, it, it changes it, right? It yeah. makes the scene more exciting, more romantic, more fearful, more comedic whatever it is that's what it does and that's what it can do to your life yep. when, when you when you add that kind of soundtrack right you throw on some motown you throw on some old school shit will just <laughs> transform you can't even i was in a bad mood today and i was like oh, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go fucking chop it up blake braley and cody i'm fucking brennan i was like it's not even possible that i'm gonna be able to leave in a bad mood you just made me think of a new app idea that is gonna for <laughs> sure be the future. Tell me. Whereas we're all gonna have like earbuds in that we're gonna put in in the morning because like you know technology, right? Okay. And the music is gonna be just like it's gonna be attached to our feelings. Oh, it'll know like a mood ring. Yes, like, like a mood it's ring. Gonna be called, the app is gonna be called Mood. And ring. when you wake up, it's it's kind of more quiet in the background. It's like, kind of like it's like. But some people your... it's like Motown jazz in the morning, and they're just like dirt, and it's just like oh shit. But then you get your coffee, and it starts coming to the forefront a little You just experienced you're having like a little bit of a rough week, but well, like it's gonna like lean into your rough. It'll know. And, like, it's going to be attached to something, like, social status. Like, the poorer you are, it's not going to fucking give you any uplift. No, it's going to be attached it's to your Twitter. It'd be like, what did he tweet? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Is. Okay. And it's just all going to be controlled, and we're not going to have any control over the music. No, no you're right. Dude, that's, that's terrifying. That's, 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 <laughs> no, it just went, it just went terrifying in my brain. No, you're right. Because it, it could it would work in the way where if you're in a great mood, it would enhance your great mood. But then I feel like if you're in a bad mood, it would enhance, it would be like dun, dun. like either if it was smart yes. it would play good shit to pull you out that's what i'm saying but maybe it just starts playing some but sinister the, shit for your mood and you're like just a, like inner city folk that's gonna have all the same shit in their earbuds and they're not gonna realize and they'll be like why are we all so fucking mad and it's like well because <laughs> no like, look if you get, so your <laughs> your day is a movie Think of it like that, okay? There we go. So now, if a you had, score. if there was yeah. an app that could soundtrack your day, yeah, real time. I don't know if that would be good or bad. <laughs> that but, like monitors your heart rate or something. Yeah. Like it just, oh, there we go. So, like I said, it's kind of in the background. You're waking up. It knows that you need it a little quiet. You're kind yeah. of just getting up. It's and then you get your coffee. It goes up a mm. little bit. And then by the time you're really getting into your day, now yeah. it's fucking some drums, right? Yeah. Again, you know, or, or maybe some sax. You know, for me, it'd be like some sax. I would just be like, oh, yeah. all the way to okay. work. Atlantis Morissette would pop on. You'd be like, all right. And shit. then and then it switches to some, you know, some <laughs> elevator music but like some shit you would like you know when yeah. you're kind of an autopilot and you're working it's just kind of like hitting some low drums Ooh. or some some lo-fi hip-hop yeah. beats or something <laughs> you, just... you, you look at your girl and you're like i'm in flow state yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like why would you say that and you're just like 
bro. But, but then you about to get, but then you about to get freaky. Like your, your brain changes, and all of a sudden that Marvin Gaye hit that that whatever they fucking they know yeah. what you like. They play it. It changes your mood. It enhances. You're just mood. But some sickos bro. got Marvin Gaye in their ear all day, and it's just like get the fuck away from me, bro. I got Marvin. Uh, yo, I got. This is like I can't get it out. I got of the my dubstep fucking... version. Okay, I got the slow down version. Okay, uh, I got the original. But you do that, and then there's like a live band in a studio somewhere who's real time playing the music oh. for you throughout the day. Now we're getting into some severance yeah. shit. So you when you walk in, yes, when you walk into the venue, basically it all just kind of like the only way to detach that is to go see live music. That's how live music gets you back. No, so it does. when you go in, it's just like through, and it all just computes to the live band. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing is that this app doesn't exist, and the best way <laughs> is to go see some fucking live music. Yeah. yeah, no, it all came back to like a For real interaction. Like, because, like, you know, when is it really better? Like, you go to a bar and you're vibing, but like, imagine you go in, you, you know, especially like Zola. Zola's such a sick setup, dude, because it's got like the upper fucking deck and it's got the lower. It's just like it's a vibey. Chip, it's yeah, a vibey ass vibe-y. spot, dude. So yeah. when you go there, you know, you're ordering some drinks just like a normal bar, but then there's just the cuts are playing, dude. You got, you you got seasoned cats up here playing fucking all sorts of sick shit. So like that, that's the best way to get that soundtrack for your life, right? Is to get out there and go see some local music. And that's what I want to fucking, all you people. Okay. Including myself. <laughs> right. Let's get out there and go see some more local music <laughs> because you know, there's a lot of people up there. Just imagine all the sets that go, that, that just hit that, you know, we all wish we could see Yeah, that we could see, you know, when you're in town, get, get out there and go see it. The hard thing, too, being a musician is, like, we're all playing at the same time. True. Most of the time. Yeah. And that's where you said community, too. That's, like, where more of that can come in to where you can enhance um, and, and book around each other and support each other. I feel like that's a, that's a big part, right? Like, one big part of community I feel like is uh, that I want to get better at is, is, is being present. And when you're present and you're supporting and then people come and they're present and, and you know, and then your homies doing something. We're all pre we all go like, you know, being able to really just bring the bodies out. Sometimes it's, it's just like, you know, if four people go now, fucking 12 people are going, Yeah, you know, just because these four people are going. Yeah. So just being present is like you're, you're bringing people, bringing people in. I, I just feel like that's the community, even as an artist. Right. Like it's up to me. Like if I want people to, to show out, then, you know, I got to show out. Right. And yeah. show that support. And, uh, you know, when I go out to a show and I show, show somebody support, people follow me and people say, oh, shit, you going. Oh, you going to Blake Braley on Friday? Oh, shit. OK, well, yeah. And now people are making plans. And now 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 we got a group. Now a bunch of people, oh shit, let's make it a whole thing, yeah. right? And I feel like that's what really changes the scene. Like you said, it's not a competition. People aren't, sometimes we get it in our heads where it's that just younger younger brain or whatever that we got where it's just like, oh, if I, you know, this might take away from my shine or this or that. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't, right? Yeah, like, and like too, like art is so subjective. Like one person, like you might like something that I think is ass or vice versa. Yep. You know what I mean? Like everybody's got different tastes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's hard to judge somebody on a like a subjective level like, or an objective level in music. Like, oh, this band is better than this band kind of mm. a thing, you know? And I mean, they do that. And that's like yeah. what they do. And that's what's that's what's tough, right? Is yeah, it's not helpful. It's, no, it's yeah. not. 
And that's because what it does is it pits and creates the competition because they want to turn music into capitalism and fuck you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like music is just this shit that people are just creating this shit, dude. Like it doesn't even matter now. Like it was crazy. I was in the shower. I was thinking about this. Like back in the day, you had to be like you had to be somebody really talented and kind of bona fide to even get in the room with the equipment or you had to be rich, right? One of the two for you to even have the equipment and to be able to make music and mm-hmm. to get it mixed and mat all this shit. Right. Like when you were coming up, like I'm just saying like the nineties. Oh that, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like it just wasn't available. Mm-hmm. Like you just couldn't get on Amazon and just be like, yeah, send me a fucking mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, yeah, exactly. I can just build my studio. <laughs> you had to play drums, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. And yeah. even if it existed, it was still like, Getting a song not accessible ma- yeah. made, get it pressed, get it out. Then you got to distribute it. Like it's just no fucking way that people could be. Now everybody can express themselves musically on their phone, mm. on their on the fucking yeah. TikTok, on the fucking whatever you want to do. You make a song for Spotify. You just doing live music. You're putting it on TikTok. However people do it, it's just endless. Yep. What people can do, and um, you know that's that's the thing that that really makes music this outlaw type shit like you can't fucking wrangle music like fuck that dude like and that's what that's what i love about people who do it for the right reasons and when i see al you know really putting on for people who just make dope music right like even though you know he's just amazing and has has achieved so much great shit like really seeing somebody that hasn't swayed from the love of music yeah and that's what it is you know what i'm saying when it's like yeah i need to bring blake onto it like these are my people like because appreciating that like your spirit is right there in the right place of music and that's why when you make a song it it just it, it hits different you know, when someone's trying to make a song, oh, I'm trying to, you know, and then you, Blake Braley just makes a song, you know, that's why I'm like, bro. And that's where it's like, yo, we don't need to drop a song every, oh, I got to drop, I got to drop me. That's, that's a rapper thing. I feel like I got to drop music. Oh, I got to, I got to drop all the time. Maybe that's just the artist thing. It's where that competition, that's where that like, you know, not enough. I'm not going to be relevant. If I don't drop, I got to be dropping all the time. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lose relevance where it's just like, you know, that's what I appreciate about, appreciate about you because you make music that like lasts through years. Mm. So it's like, it's not a song like where it just comes out and you bump it for a week and then it's like, oh yeah, you know, what's the next shit? It's like you play like, you make like timeless music, like the music oh, that you thanks, make, man. like for real, like like not even just like saying it because you, you hear right now, but like <laughs> for real, like some of those songs like um, Neon Lights, like shit like that, like um, Never Live. Mm-hmm. Dude, songs like that, just fucking timeless music, dude. Like when you're listening to Motown, when you're coming up in the 2000s or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, that's timeless music. It touches you like it touched the people in 1964 or whatever <laughs> the fuck time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's like what your music's going to continuously do because it, like, I feel it. So look, I hope so. Yeah, yeah no, it, it, trying, it, it does. Like it really, it's like that we live, we do live in this capitalistic society. That's just insane with like, if you want to get your music to people, that's where you got to have money. Mm-hmm. Right. But like doing the shit that you guys did as Zola's 
packing that shit out, lines around the building, having fun, just, you know, going on tours. Yeah, bro. That's the, like, we were talking about expectations earlier, right? And Mm -hmm. trying not to have expectations. Like, the only expectation I've been trying to have is to have fun. Mm. Like, that's the number one fucking rule. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. We've all done an event where it didn't turn out the way you wanted and somehow you hacked your brain and you had fun. Yeah. It's just like, well, that was all right, though, still. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there was this, right? Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, exactly. But there was also this this thing where everybody did good, too. So Yeah, because if you had fun, it doesn't matter. Yep. Right? Then, then it doesn't matter if there was 20 people or 10 people or... F- hundred people like because if if you're having fun they're having fun and and that's something i had to learn on stage too is i was like when i first got up on stage i was always thinking it was going to be this like you got to do it some certain way and then when you realize that art is like just be yourself just go up there and like how do you fucking dance out there bro like (laughs) you don't need to look you know you don't gotta just be fucking silly be yourself sing sing your heart out wrap your heart out do whatever you do and and then when you do that people are just like whoa i want to be like you you're like bro what yeah, you're, yeah. As soon as you stop trying to be like who you trying to be like, now all of a sudden people want to be like you because it's something that they haven't. It's almost a comfortability in your own skin that people are like, I just want that. Yeah. I just want to be. I just want to be able to do what I want to do and not feel like I'm being judged or not have anxiety or not. You want to be authentic. You want to be authentic yeah. and feel okay doing it. I feel like that's where we're at, right? Like it's like we can do things, but how do we feel about it? So being able to like be authentic with yourself and feel good about it, right? Being an adult is fucking weird, dude. The way that our <laughs> brains work on ourselves. Yeah, man. The weird expectations that we hold for ourselves and like sometimes <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's it's super it's super brutal sometimes, dude. So And just like what the world or what society expects from us or you know, like conformity shit. Yeah, like you, I mean, you. I, I think definitely, obviously, money is like that is a part of that constant. You know, you always need to be feeling like, and you know, I don't know if this is a like a woman and a man thing, but definitely as a man, you just feel like you need to be providing financially. Like I need to be doing this certain amount. If I'm not doing it, then I'm like, it's just toxic on your brain, dude. Because. We're all living, man. And we've all been broke as shit. I'm talking broke as shit. Like white bread, (laughs) fucking, you know, tortillas and butter. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, broke as shit. And we are all right. Mm. So if in that logic, we should never be tripping. Because even in the worst case scenario, we're gonna be we're gonna be okay. Yeah, and it's it's like our whole mentalities are all filled with irrationalities of, y'all gonna get on stage. I'm nervous. It's like, bro. But it's going to be okay. Like, how do you connect that brain and that emotion together to cure that anxiety? Like, I've been trying to figure it out forever. Yeah. I have no idea. I just to, I, I don't know if it's just the, the, the stress of being a, an adult person and just feeling like you need to be. That's another thing, I guess, is just, you need to be doing better than you yeah. were. Yeah. So yeah. Year after year, you got to be better. You gotta scaling. Be, you got to be, gotta be scaling, right? Or else like, you're plateauing. Like, yeah, and, yeah, but you're your own person. Like, you're trying to scale your name. Like, what the fuck? You're yeah. trying to be better than you were that last year? Like, and that's where it can be toxic for artists because I feel like yeah. artists take it harder than anybody. Oh, big time. Totally. That's. I, I'll be honest with you. Like, I totally know exactly what you're talking about. 
And I also know how normal people feel, you know, who aren't trying to like create art and let go. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's fucking it's dangerous. And like, it's in all sorts of industry. It's not just like get like making music everywhere. People are feeling inadequate about all sorts of stuff. And you're like trying to get to this level. But nobody's at that fucking level. Like Mm. nobody's there. You know, it's just something that we create in our heads. So. It is toxic. The thing is like how, you know, and that like every time I take psychedelics, it'll like show it to me. It'll be like, oh, dude, like this isn't real. Like stop tripping. Yeah. And then it's like I just try to keep it with me. But for some reason, like eventually I'll get caught right back in it again where it's like. Yeah. Social media and like just life just is like reminds you. Social like, media as an artist can be hard, too, because you're, you're, you're trying like sometimes that becomes like. An, such an outlet to to share your shit and then it's like when you start focusing on like oh like in comparisons yeah. and stuff a, yeah man a for real two-ended sword like yeah. when they use that analogy like it's for real with social media like you can straight up use it and it's used against you in the same fucking stroke mm-hmm. like how is how is your how is your like how, what would you say your like your relationship with social media is is it like do you use it too much or you like kind of have a healthy relationship with it or do you not use it a lot yeah I, it's hard i mean i was def i mean i definitely use social media a lot um i'm always looking up like keyboard players or guitar players who are just hitting and I like my whole explore page is just people going <laughs> I love that <laughs> yeah. you know, that's beautiful like because it can be such a healthy it's place like, it's they like know that it's so good that or like dumb cat videos like that's my oh, whole okay. explore page but like yeah I mean I've had to in I've never really like monitored it in the sense of like tried to think of how much fucking time I'm actually spending on social media and just within like the last year I've like put time limits on like certain apps like okay you can only spend two hours a day total for fucking Instagram Facebook and TikTok like mm-hmm. and YouTube like that's it yeah like, you can't and then it kicks you off or notifies social. you it notifies you you can have a different I mm-hmm. mean like there's sometimes where like I'll be on there and then like I'm like oh shit I gotta make a post so yeah. I'll just like hit ignore for a minute yeah and yeah, yeah make a post real quick mm-hmm. yeah and yeah then, because you were just chilling on there, and then you're like, "Oh wait, that's right. I got to do some shit. Hold up. Like, yeah. hey, ooh, yeah. hey, don't don't count that. Hold on. Let me send that. Okay, now we good. Yeah, the screen time was high for a bit there. Dude, does yeah. it ever feel unhealthy? Or? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. Because then, like, if you're on my oh, some bro, sometimes like I'll wake. It's always in the morning too. Like when I will wake up, I'll mm. wake up, and then I'll like check my phone. I'm like, dude, I've been on my phone just chilling here for like an hour and a half straight, like not doing anything. Yeah. I could have been responding to emails or text messages or yeah. I know and you're whatever. on your phone. All that's there. Too. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> like, it's all mm-hmm. there. Yeah. yeah. And then like, it's, it does, isn't it weird too? Cause like you'll be doing that and then someone will walk in the room and you'll kind of look up and you'll be like, oh yeah, I'm sending an email right now. I almost feel, you feel guilty. Yeah. And then yeah. you're just like, they're like, what are you doing? You're like sending emails. And then <laughs> deep yeah. down, you're just like, I'm not sending uh, emails. <laughs> no, bro. It's... I'm not trying to lie because I am about to send this email. <laughs> but then as soon as they leave, like something will distract you and you'll just, it's just so fucking no, powerful. My, listen, yeah. my phone is addictive. So it's not just no, it's social media, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, you'll Because I can different. do anything. 
on my phone, right? I'm like, oh yeah, let me check the Robin Hood real quick. Hold on, let me, you know. Uh, oh, my, my bank app's on here. Yes. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on. Let me use the calculator. <laughs> what's hold my up, credit score? <laughs> what's my credit score? I got that one too. Hold on, what's credit karma? Is it budged at all? He said my banks, my bank apps on here. Like he's justifying it. Bro, you try to you try to not use Instagram for a while, bro. You just start like, yeah, what's that credit score? Like you checked yeah. it earlier today. It's the same, bro. That's what it is. What the fuck? Like you're trying to refresh your credit. Score feed, like, what do we got? <laughs> Come on, I got Bitcoin on this motherfucker. That's why I'm on here. No one's asking you why on your phone. I just lost $12 in Dogecoin. Thank you very much. Okay, cool. That was a great app. Sweet. Now let's go to something else. Yeah, no, it's it's terrible, dude. There's everything. And then there's text. And, and my mom wants to FaceTime with the kid. You just can't get away from the phone. The phone is always that pinky is doomed. That's holding all the weight of this phone that we're holding, dude. I know I'm going to have some type of crippling arthritis in this fucking right-handed yeah. pinky right here. God damn it, I'm dude. so so jealous of that guy that you send a text to and you know he got it. or Because you've seen him get texts before where he's like... Yeah, he's like, I'll, I'll get to it. Yeah. You know, and he gets to it. He's like, I got a day, a time of and day. He does that I, I look get at my, to it. No, yeah, people, but but like I'm one of those. Open. Yeah, I'm one of those people where if I straight up like look at the message and set it down, like that's you're gone. Forget, you're forgetting. Yeah, oh, for me. sure. No, I can't <laughs> open it. <laughs> you don't don't open it. It's got to still be unread. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that guy who gets to all those messages at the end of the day because now's not the time. I'm always like, you fucking got it, dude. Like you fucking got this. That's because his phone is a phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for real. <laughs> like it. he uses it. He it's doesn't allow people to use it at him. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's where the, the entertain, dude. Too many apps, man. Yeah. But I'm the same way, dude. Like when I have to respond like immediately, mm. or I ha- or I have to leave it unread. <laughs> because if I, I have to op- leave it unread. Yeah. Because yeah. if I open it, like. I'm not responding until they send me a follow-up text like, hey, bro, what the fuck? You know and when like, you send oh, the... Uh, dude, sorry. When you open it and you're just like, fuck. Yep. I have to respond now. Yep. I have to use my brain yeah. and read this. and like. I love hitting people with the, I'll get back to you. You know, Or like yeah. they'll throw an offer out and they'll be like, hey, you want to come up for dinner on this day? And I'll be like, I'll get back to you on that. And like realistically, I won't compute it. But like they need to know I got the message or got it. I said yeah. got it a lot. No, because there's a lot of weird kind of uh, assumptions people will make now. He didn't respond. Yeah, like, oh, he read it. He read it. He didn't respond. Oh, it's yeah. been 10 minutes. Does he mad at me? The anxiety, oh, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, like, it all breeds anxiety, like, for sure. You're right. How yeah. do you, you do del- that? You delete Facebook. You're like, all right, I'm deleting Facebook. I'm done with it. And yeah. then some of the homies are like... Why'd you, why'd you delete me on Facebook, bro? Yeah, bro. Like, no, I, no, I didn't, personal, yeah, I didn't dude. delete you yeah. off. I just deleted I Facebook. I deleted me on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. So everybody's going through what you're going through. But you really, you know, people will think. They're just like, oh, fuck. And like, okay, check this out. Funny story, dude. I'm going to tell it again when he gets on here. But Zeroni, you guys know Zeroni, right? That's my so, guy. Great dude, dude right? Um, wanted to fucking, <laughs> yeah, wanted to get him on the podcast. Sent him a, a, a message a year ago, right? <laughs> Never responded to it, oh, no. right? I was like, fuck, okay. And then like, you know, some time went by and he was, you know, you're doing, obviously always do, doing dope shit. So I was looking, I was like, man, this dude follow everybody but me. Does this dude not like me? And then I, like, I, uh, I ended up like, you know, reacting to one of his posts today, like one of his uh, story posts. And he was like, Dude, I just saw this fucking 
message from a year ago. I'd fucking love to be on the like. I'd yeah. fucking what the fuck? I suck at social media. So it's like the whole time you're just thinking like, oh man, this motherfucker just doesn't like me, man. Yeah. I'm trying to get him on my pocket. He's just like, fuck you, like you know what I'm yeah. saying. And then the whole time he's just like, oh, I didn't even see the shit. Like you know, it's yeah. funny. Him and I are so similar in that way. Like I'll text him like, hey, can we link up and do this? And then he won't text me back for like two months. And he'll be like, hey, let's do this week. I'm like, bet, let's do it. And yeah. then he'll be like, hey, are you free next week? And then I'll text him a month later. Be like, dude, sorry, I missed this. See, and, and that's yeah. when you, when you so get weird. that. Yeah, you just got to get, you know, really it's given, you know, switching from that reactive assumption to that benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Like I'm all, I always want to give people the benefit of the doubt to just be like, oh man, you know, shit's bit people busy, people doing things, you know, not just be like jump into conclusions but that's what you know it's what we do it's it's the constant battle to wanting to be a balanced person through music romantic relationships endeavors financial endeavors friendships right it's it it really is it's like almost this constant balancing act mm. of trying not to lean too far one way and then you yeah. start getting out of whack and getting called something like you know what i mean like you're leaning too far one way and it's like you get like boxed in so it's just like you you want to kind of be in all the you know it's like i'm, I'm well-rounded yeah and i, I want to yeah, right. be well-rounded you know yeah. it's like you want to work on music but you want to be a good man to your partner i want to be a good dad Me but too. then i want to be a good friend yep. but then i also need my personal space and the, yeah you know, yeah and it's such it's challenging it's hard know? to balance for sure it is yeah it's just the constant and that's what every person is going through in the world yeah <laughs> they're just yep. all trying and then to when we see when we up. text them and they don't respond we're like dick and we're just we forget they're balancing everything no we forget so much <laughs> we're crazy. so hard on each other guys like let's just all like Every single time you think that somebody is, you know, you jump to conclusions, it's like somebody's just dealing with some shit. Somebody's just, you know, they're they're processing. And it doesn't even need to be some like, oh, there's death in the family. Oh, there's like some big shit happening. It's just like little things. Just just like you versus you shit. Yeah. Right? Where it's like it doesn't have anything to do. Like people don't, oh, what did I do? What did I, is it me? Is it your girl's like, oh, it's me. Like, what? It's just like. I'm fucking struggling with me, mm-hmm. you know, I'm struggling being okay with just me. And like, just like we were just saying, trying to let go of shit that we're like, look, stop. It's okay. It's okay for like this not to work out for you to feel like eh, whatever today. It's okay. Yeah. It's, that's how it goes. You know? And like, I'd be like always trying to feel good. Yeah. And so, you know, and feel- it's like, it's okay to not feel good. Yeah, it's okay to have different emotions. You, you don't have to be happy all the time. That's, yeah, it's actually just normal. That's like psychosis. To like just be straight up. To be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fucking happy to be here, bruh. Yeah. I know. <laughs> You're right, dude. Or or sad all the time, too. You know, you see, I see some motherfuckers where I, every time I see him, I'm like, oh, you know what happened to me, dude? I'm just like, I bet. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, look. Shit's happening to everybody. Mm. Every single person in this room is going through some daily adversities. And that and that's what's crazy too. Like we were saying on social media, you just see people and they're just like, oh man, you're just killing it. And you don't know. Like, I'm fucking struggling, bro, this week. Or I got anxiety crazy this week. So yeah, yeah man. So I'll just be nice to each other, man. And um, thank you for just making some of the most beautiful music in this city, hands down. But like, I, I think that you have a... I think you have a sound that just travels worldwide 
and it just hasn't hasn't made it there yet but it's your your music is built for for that for that you know this is the 60s to our 2023 right now you know what i'm saying yeah. to where it's like people in the future can listen to it and be like god damn this is fire and that's the cool Thanks. thing about music man is it's always like it doesn't matter if it's old if yeah. you haven't heard it it's new to you yeah and pff, come on man film music art all that man. lots of value lots of value in that yeah dude i agree i also agree i think your music's great thanks I appreciate it, man. What else do you want to talk to the people about, Blake? Shit, I don't know. Ah. Um, yeah, we're working on new music. Like I said, we're doing... Um, we should have... And when you say we, who's the band? Who are we talking about here? It's it's like the core group is me, uh, Tristan Hart Pierce, my guitar player, uh, Eddie Ramirez, my bass player, and then Juan Paris, my drummer. Um, and then... There's like some other cats like Dre Davis, like we'll we'll hit up and do he'll do drums for us or like hit up AJ Eddie's nephew to play drums. Pull or, in some pull in some people that you know to, yeah, to kind of add to it. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. Like if there's a vibe, like like I'll listen like for starting over, we use Dre instead of Juan because it just like it lent to Dre's like style a little bit. There we more, go. Yeah. You know? And it's it's fun to collaborate with different people, you know, but like at the core of it, it's usually Tristan and I and then Eddie usually always plays bass. And then Juan is usually involved a lot as well. Yeah. So these guys all have Instagram or what? Yeah. Okay, good. I want to follow all of them. Well, no, Juan doesn't. Ah, Juan. Juan. I was just going to say. Juan, Juan exists, as a, exists as a hashtag. Juan Paris. And then whatever presidential year it is coming up next, that's the year. So it's. Right now it's Juan Paris, twenty twenty four. Yeah. No, here's the thing. You I do got this it. on purpose. Well, every time I'm like, "Hey, when are you gonna write make an Instagram?" He bro? won't do that. No, he right? goes, "I'll do it in twenty twenty, dude." And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, "What do you? All right, bet we'll do it in 2020. 2020 rolls up. I'm like, twenty twenty four. He goes, "Yeah, twenty twenty four. Yeah. I'm like, "All right." I got a quick ten <laughs> second about Juan. The guy I've known Juan for a very long you time. You know Juan? I've known him for oh, a yeah. long <laughs> ass time. Yeah, I'm sure dude. he's told you know. He's like, I know Cody. I've known him for a long ass time, and he's always been like in my ear, and like he is the most mute. Like he, music is like in his blood, and like playing yeah. drums is just like it like does something to the room when Juan's like playing the drums. It is the most steady. Easy to create thing ever, and I love the fucking guy. We used to hang out in Brown's Edition daily, and the, yeah, the, all the stories I have of Juan is like we'd all be sitting there smoking, yep. and he'd roll up with no weed, but he has a bunch of hash somehow. <laughs> it's like it's like what the fuck? And so we unroll the joint and like put a straw of hash in there, and yeah, that's Juan for Juan you. Juan's bringing the hash. I fucking Dude. love it. And travel. He used to have this little Subaru with like all his gear in it. And I'm like, what? That shit's gonna get stolen, Look, dude. dude. <laughs> Dudes who roll up to the session with hash and not weed don't have Instagrams. <laughs> For real. Yeah. No, that's a good example because that is the guy too. This is also someone you never had to call to show up. He would just come rolling up like there, back in yeah. the day. You'd just be like, this like what before like shit got crazy. Dude, that is fire that you have a bandmate that literally just exists as a hashtag on the internet. Yeah. So you can the still most find genuine him. dude ever. He's got some drumming videos on there and shit, like some shit at all. Or is there nothing? <laughs> Like whatever I've tagged him in, yeah. You know, that hashtag. So there's some much. shit up there, and it's also the type of person that's constantly lifting up. 
in like never trying to gear a situation down, which, which I fucking I, love. One, I dude. fit I right him. in. I'm like, I bro, I want him to have an Instagram so bad, though. I'm like, bro. I will run your Instagram because it's those personalities you. that don't yeah. have Instagrams that but you're like. Oh, I'm like yes. I have so much content of you, dude, just from <laughs> you acting a fool on my phone. On so what you need to do is you just needed to start the not one Instagram. There, there we go. Dude, I was yeah. just gonna say like keep him out of it and be like the people have fucking spoken. One, one, uh, you have twenty six thousand followers <laughs> <laughs> on your hashtag. Yeah. Uh, we should yeah. start a page for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've always wondered. This actually. So have you like a speaking of like collaborations, have you ever have you ever first have you ever collabed on a hip hop song and would you? Oh God, I don't I think I guess okay. I'll say a hip hop song has been released. Do you know you know Bendy? Yeah. So I went to high school with Bendy and oh, I wow. sang when I was do actively doing like Facebook cover like that version of myself. Yeah. Like I knew nothing about music. He asked me to sing on a hook for like a SoundCloud song. I don't think it's up, but there's somewhere in the world like I have a. If you put I'm, those two names together, I have. Yeah, there's something where I, it's like I can't remember the name of the song. Oh, trust anything. me, I'm gonna find. If it's out there, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm find gonna it when find I get it. home. Just so you know, like it's not good. Like yeah, I, well, what I'm doing is not the great, not the greatest, but. It's out there. Listen, so, bro. I think, yeah, I think that's you could, probably it. You could find a lot of shit that's not good from a lot of us out here. Totally. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, you go back to 2012, we were doing a lot of shit that we were just doing, you <laughs> yeah. know, we were just doing it. Yeah. But uh, to, to kind of like add to that, so you w would you uh, oh, yeah. kind of in the future? I love hip hop, bro. Oh. Yeah. And like, I like, I've made like, I make beats. Like at home, but just for myself. Like I just am like kind of sitting on them. I, just I feel like, like in real it. time, this is like a change in Matisse. Oh, we Blake could collab, we could collab probably, right we now. We could come over and kick it and smoke. <laughs> and, and I have to be the third person to just be like, this is what this is, yeah. kind of. No, I really, I really, um, because as far as like what we like to do too, it's right in the kind of that same. We really love that soul. We really love a yeah, lot of that. Yeah, I same mean, shit. you like you like like the old school samples, like Isley Brothers samples and stuff like that. Because that's that's like where I like the hip hop. That I mean, I like all sorts of hip hop, but like what I love to do is like the real, the real instruments. Yeah, like J Cole does some stuff like that. Kendrick, yeah, I mean, fucking to pimp a butterfly is all. Right, like, all just real yeah. production. And when we when we uh we did After the Rain, that one we have a music video too, and mm -hmm. Donuts made the beat. We got Donuts on the on the podcast next week. Mm -hmm. And Donuts, he that's what he do, man. He fucking he's like, Oh wait, hold did up, hold up. Let me get the tambourine real quick. He's got the let me get the shakers. He can do like the real Dilla drums, yeah. like the the slug beats where it's like Yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and you know, I mean the the hardest part for a rapper i feel like is the is the production like a lot of rapper like me i don't produce i don't mm. produce and so that's why i just am so big on lifting up producers because they're one half of what we do totally yeah you know and like if you know if you can do it all yourself cool but like it's definitely um that's where you could get stuck as a rapper mm. is because we can't just play the keys we can't you know, i can't really find the groove i have to like like one of my guys gotta like kind of hit me with some new shit like i we had uh dj exodus yep. on the podcast and he fucking hit my inbox hit me with a sample from the floaters float on 
right? Flow, float on. Yeah. Like he gave me, me one of those. And I was like, oh, this is sick, dude. <laughs> so it's like all of a sudden now you're reinvigorated to want to, you know, get after it. But then it's like kind of you be in a slump because it's just like. You can't do it yourself. I don't have yeah. it. I, I need that to get me. Like that's the part that that's like. That's the cream to my coffee, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the coffee, though. I'm just the cream. That's almost how I feel, right? The production is, like, the real deal. And, like, I'm just the person that comes through afterwards and says, you know, not that my job isn't important, but yeah. it wouldn't exist without the music without the, yeah. without the like music the production, the production part. part yeah so i agree love to all the producers out there including yourself because i bet you those some of the beats are just fucking stupid silly just sitting <laughs> on some some little loops some fire little beats i'll send you some you know who's got some beats though is dre does he oh yeah yeah you gotta hit up dre bro. no he that's right because he sent some over to ts ts yeah and ts man. was like dude i gotta i gotta cut you know he was DJ like spicy ketchup bro dude yeah. fucking <laughs> spicy ketchup dude dj spicy ketchup is another person that's super fucking underrated he actually has um, a great producer he has super an ep good. out dude it's like a little bit older it's like 2020 maybe and it's uh oh, yeah. songs you can dance it, right? to and mike's on it ts is on it yeah. i got a dude i started this fucking playlist called algorithm northwest playlist it's hip-hop northwest go check it out on spotify and uh and yeah man like that that's that's underrated man like i I see people they got like fucking 12 monthly listeners 20 monthly listeners. i'm just like dude people need to hear this shit yeah this is fire so that's like that's where the fire is in me too is to like man like i you know i want a million people to listen to you you know i want like because I just it's it's crazy when you think about like how far your reach is and then you think about how many people would just love your music mm. if just somehow that's kind of depressing at a certain point it right? can be if you're an artist because you're you obviously you're just like people would love this why aren't they it's like because fuck. somebody in illinois chilling on a farmhouse would hear blake braley come on the radio as yeah. it would happen back in the day on their little fucking yeah. you know and then fucking blake and they would be like if you feel like he would just start, and you'd be like, "Oh shit, what the fuck is this?" You know what yeah, I mean? And now, yeah, now yeah. it's hard to get in front of. It's hard to to kind of just stumble. Like I, you can stumble upon music. It's just so much, you know. Yeah. So I guess that's the challenge. But it's um, it's just inspiring to me. Look, everybody is in a different hometown, and they have hometown heroes doing amazing shit. And this is just one of my hometown heroes right yeah. here, dude. So I appreciate you go. coming on and, and showing some love and, uh, yeah. and and chatting with us, man. And uh, you know, let let the people know where they can where they can find you. Yeah, you everywhere. can listen to my music wherever you listen to music. Uh, Blake Braley, B R A L E Y. Um, on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. So go check it out. Listen to Starting Over. Brand new. Yeah, brand new. Yes, brand new to you because you haven't heard it, okay? We're going <laughs> to throw it right here, right here, wherever my finger's at. It's going to just right there, okay? And, uh, yeah, go listen to that, okay? Because it's going to change your mood. If you're feeling kind of, you know, it's going to make you feel good. If you're already feeling good, then, oof, it's going to feel like Friday, baby. We going to start that out? And we're going to start that yeah. app. We're going to okay. start that app. Blake Braley will be like the U2. And like, remember when they, they, they <laughs> like the iPhones and shit? Yeah, when would Blake come on? Blake would come on like, like you know, in the morning, you know, drinking your coffee. Oh, for sure. Pretty chill vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like. Could be evening too, though. Could it could be evening. Be, it could yeah. be evening All too. of a sudden. Siesta time. There yes, we go. exactly. Kick back. Relax. Well, hey, man. Thank you yeah. so much, man. And, uh. 
you know, I look forward to what you guys are going to be putting out, which, you, you know, the shows that you guys are you're doing. Um, right how often you. are you at, at Azola? Uh, we're there. I'm my band's there every Saturday, pretty much from nine to midnight, nine to midnight. Zola. If you don't know where it's at, it's just it's kind of like right. It's like downtown and kind of a nice little cool spot next to like Saranac, and uh, it's kind of like right around the corner from you know the Fast Eddies and Baracho stuff like that. So it's just like kind of right down there in the heart of Spokane. Look up Zola. Go find us Saturday nights, nine to midnight and beyond, baby. We got Blake Braley with us, guys. We love y'all. Peace. Be nice. Don't be an asshole. I'm just happy to be here Breathing this fresh air Living my best life Even when the shit ain't fair Even when the love ain't there Yo, I'm just happy to be here Smoking some good weed Not thinking what could be I'm just here in the right now Doing me till it's lights out Yo, I'm just happy to be here Yeah, cause I know that shit Could be worse So what I spit in these verses Gonna make some history first Show them I'm happy to be here I'm living my best life Yo, you living without fear You wonder what that's like Like a breath of some fresh Yo, I'm just happy to be here. Yes, I smoke. Yeah, I do. Got really drank. But these drops don't make me think. I got these walls all around me, but they're starting to drop. I'm getting all these sweet feelings like my head gonna pop. Gotta hear what's coming up on the turnaround. Always know what's up after coming down. Never really knew myself until the trip occurred to me. Blinded by the public master feeling instability. Puffing OG crystal leaf. Lick the rapid fold crease. Wait a minute, hold the freeze. Was choked up at the hit this beam. Most certainly a different breed. Coming up from the LSD. Alone or with a lot of friends. That's really kind of hard to see. So why you gotta bother me? Why you gotta threaten? It's just a little herb. I don't even own a weapon. So I'm always protecting. But that slow down my movement. The beat drop, the bass hit. Third eye out, consuming. My mind fried and booming. The bass can't stop booming. To all you, I'm fooling. Off these nuts, stop the mooching. Or I am just searching for just one person. Retain all the lurking. Ignore all the flirting this life I picked the part, I threw the dart to hit the heart No knife, to cut me apart There must be part where I can start to fight This power that's been building up inside me Lucy, feel me so inviting me Think I found my master sighting, oh that's right I walked down that limestone path and got my shoes on, just my toes stuck in the grass I turned that bridge from my past Cause what's done is done It's all about who you know Learn that from Dobek's son Bitches with both legs buns Had me too hopeless to run That off flip Once I put those drips under my tongue